Welcome to Chinuch 2.0, a show about the massive changes happening to how we do Chinuch, some of which may never be the same again. We did a show on the topic of seminary in Eretz Yisrael, which is a very loaded topic. People have very strong opinions on it in either way. And a lot of the feedback that we got was very emotionally charged, as can be expected. As a follow-up to that show, we asked the, the audience to take part in our survey that we put up on the web, an online survey, totally anonymous, and everyone could fill out their responses anonymously. Some people chose to leave, to leave their emails, some people didn't. But either way, there was no requirement and it was totally anonymous. And we asked people if they sent their daughters to Seminary Israel or if they went to Seminary Israel. And, the, and, and a couple of follow-up questions based on their responses. So I just wanted to give time, give a chance to go through those responses and let everybody know what people had to say about the topic. And I hope to hear, to share more feedback about this topic as it comes in. So we're going to go through the questions. There was about 11 or 12 questions, depending on what you answered. And we're going to go through it one by one. So the first question was, did you or your daughter attend seminary in Eretz Yisrael? So for that, 76% said yes, 23% said no. Um, I don't know what the actual number is. It's very hard to go to to figure out what the actual number is. My guess is that it's higher, that more than seventy five or seventy six percent actually go to our seminary in Israel. But I might be wrong. Uh, but either way, this uh, was was a very good answer because it's definitely close or definitely somewhere in the ballpark of the actual reality. The second question was. If you answered no, for those people that answered, they did not go to seminary in Israel, the question is, why not? What were the, reason, what were the reasons for not going? So for that, the top two reasons were either they didn't think it was necessary or they couldn't afford the cost. Both of them came very close, around 30% of the responses. So that was together. Together, those two were 60% of the reasons for not going to Eretz Yisrael. Then there were a few that said their friends weren't going or they wanted to stay home or other reasons. But th- those are the two basic reasons. Either they didn't think it was necessary, which is a very open-ended answer. Uh, but then there were a lot of people that expressed concern about the cost. And obviously, that is a very big factor for not going to seminary. The next question that we asked was, approximately how much did the year of seminary cost, including airfare and all expenses? No surprises on this one. The average response was between thirty dollars and $35,000. Um, some people wrote a very ridiculously low amount, but those people, either they had special circumstances or they went a long time ago. Anybody who, who, who attended seminary in the last five years or so or is currently attending seminary, it was at least 25000 usually 30000 and some even more than thirty. We even had a few girls who wrote they, 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 that, that it cost them around 40000 So uh, I think that the number of thirty to 32000 is probably around accurate. The, from, what we could un, from what we understand, the full-year seminary, to, so tuition to a full-year seminary for most of them 
is about 26 or 27,000. That's what it's currently at for those applying for next year. Uh, 26 or 27,000. Um, and then if you add airfare, which is two round trip air tickets because most girls come home for a Pesach, so that adds about $2,000 on airfare. Um, and then maybe even more. So that, and, and then they're spending money. So if you figure a four or $500 a month spending money, uh, so that's another five, three to four thousand dollars on top of that. So that number, about thirty thousand, sounds right. Um, the the seminary pays for the food, uh, room, and board, but spending money is extra. And also, there's a lot of Shabbosim where the girls are, are are off. They have to find the place to go, so they need to travel. They need to take buses. So they do definitely need spending money. The seminary is not; it doesn't take care of everything. This year, obviously, is different because of COVID. So a lot of the seminaries are basically in lockdown mode, they can't really go anywhere. And if they do, they, they have to go into quarantine when they come back. So uh, it's a very different experience. And we had an interview last week with Rabbi Kurland from, uh, from Darche Bina Seminary about how it's working out this year and how seminary was last year, um, really under COVID when they stayed open. But for the most part, under normal circumstances, the girls definitely need spending money. Um, and if they don't have spending money, they're going to feel very bad because their friends all have spending money. The next question, I was actually surprised by the answer, pleasantly surprised. The question was, do you feel that you or your daughter's high school applied pressure on the girls to go to seminary in Eretz Yisrael? And here, surprisingly, I thought the answer would be much higher, but it was really half and half. Half said yes, and half said no. I, I was under the impression that high schools generally do apply pressure on the girls to go to seminary in Eretz Yisrael. We'll talk about the reasons why they do that in a second. Uh, but I was pleasantly surprised to see that half of the girls responded, or the mothers responded, that they didn't feel that the, se- that the high schools pressured them in any way. Um, it could be these are girls that were planning on going anyway, so there was no need for pressure. And, or it could be the girls that decided not to go felt that there was no pressure because the high school didn't feel that they were the right type to go to seminary to Israel. But we have definitely heard many stories of where the high school principal or teachers would call the parents during this period, this time, the period of time during the year when, when girls apply, and really encourage them strongly that they should go or send their daughter to seminary. And the, 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 the reasons for what the stated reasons from what we heard were that they said they, they feel that this particular girl stands to gain a lot from the seminary experience. Now, we don't know what that means. I mean, you know, obviously, seminary in Eretz Yisrael, there are girls that do great there, and there are the girls that don't do so well. And, you know, who's to say that the seminary experience is for everyone? It's definitely not for everyone. And why does a high school feel that this particular girl is someone that should go to seminary in Eretz Yisrael? I don't know. You know, this is a personal thing that the, that, that the high schools have to decide. But there were girls who came from very strong homes, very, very Taradika homes, and were going to marry a Bentaira, someone in learning, already before they went to seminary. And these girls still went through the experience of being pushed into going to seminary when they weren't planning on. And it was something like, like, like the, the, the parents even felt that the, that the girls were, were, were being shamed and putting on a guilt trip if they don't go to seminary as if they're not doing the right thing for their daughter or as, as they're lacking in the chinuch for the daughter. So 
they definitely exist. And half of our respondents did feel that the seminaries do put, pre- the high schools put pressure on the girls to go to seminary in Eretz Yisrael. I mean, we could say that it's a conspiracy, that they're in cahoots with the seminaries. I really doubt that's the case. Uh, and the people who say that, I know it's very easy to be cynical and say that the seminaries are paying off the high schools in, in different communities. Uh, it, that, that's, that's ridiculous. Are the seminaries very nice to them? Yes. Um, I'm sure they go out of their way to be nice, but that, you know, that makes sense. They, they definitely need their help in, get, in encouraging their girls to come. So I, I wouldn't say that that's the reason why the high schools pressure the girls if they do. And, and definitely half of the respondents did feel that the high schools pressure them. I think it just, it's just a matter of, of looking good. Like the high schools, I mean, we could say that they're actually looking out for the best interests of the girls, which uh, I'm skeptical about, obviously. Or it could be that they, they definitely feel that it, it's a reflection of their high school, of a, of a good high school, a strong high school, if a certain percentage of their girls go to Eretz Yisrael and go to a particular seminary in Eretz Yisrael, that makes, you know, that makes their high school look like an elite school or a top-rated school if X amount of their girls go to a very distinguished seminary in Eretz Yisrael. That could be the reason. That's probably, that's my guess, I mean, the reason for doing so. But as a, I just I wanted to say this out loud, that there are many parents who feel that seminary is not necessary for their daughter, either because they don't believe in the whole going, going away for a year to Eretz Yisrael. They don't believe in that whole concept of sending their daughters away from home for a whole year. And they're soon about to get married and, and, and the time at home is precious. Or they don't feel that the daughter will do well away from home for such a long time, emotionally. Or they don't feel it's good for their daughter's ruchnius. Or the, a, a very important reason is that it's very, very expensive. And for families in Chinuch, a father's a rebbe, the mother's a teacher, making less than $100,000 a year, it's really, really difficult. I don't know how it's possible even, unless somebody else is paying for it, to afford $30,000 to send their daughter to seminary. Now, I know seminaries do give breaks for people in Chinuch, but even with the breaks, $20,000 is a tremendous amount of money for a large family where the parents are both in Chinuch. So for a high school principal or teacher to pressure a, a family to send their daughter to Eretz Yisrael, when it's not absolutely necessary, when we're not talking about like really, really vital for the daughter's chinuch, they're, they're really putting tremendous pressure, peer pressure, and, and, and community pressure on a family that can't afford it. And I really think that they have to take that into consideration more. Like, unless they know that this family could definitely afford it and it's not a strain, which very, very few families are in that position, high school should not be trying to convince girls to go to Eretz Yisrael unless... There's a very, very specific reason. And from the examples that we heard and the stories that came in, we, we, that was not the case. So that's something that I do wish we see a change on, on that part, that, that the high school should not be pushing girls into, semi, into going to seminary when it's not necessary. And if they feel otherwise, I'm happy to have them on the show and to speak to them. Any, any high school principal that feels otherwise, a teacher that feels otherwise, I would love to have them on the show. And if they don't want to come in the air, I'm happy to speak to them off the air and just get their opinion of why they feel it's important to pressure the girls to go to seminary. The next question was, what year the, you or your daughter went to seminary? And that was most of the respondents answered that they went in the last five years, um, over 70% based on my numbers. So uh, the, the, the responses were pretty current. There were a few from 2013, 2012, but most of them were, were fairly recent. 
Um, the next question was, if you were in seminary during the last, last year, during the 2019-2020 school year, when the coronavirus started, the pandemic broke out in March, and the whole world turned upside down. So the, we had three questions. Was your seminary helpful in making travel arrangements for the girls? Were you refunded any tuition for the third of the year that you were home? And were the classes or events arranged by the seminary adequate in your view? So <laughs> this is a very loaded question. We did not have many, many people answer because not so many people who attended that year and took part in the survey. But we did have quite a few and almost everyone answered that the, the, the school did not refund any of the tuition, which uh, is a whole discussion, halach discussion. Um, the, 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 the seminary that we interviewed, Archibino, was stayed open, so they, do not have to, they, they don't have to refund. They, they're not under any obligation. Probably he ended up, uh, they ended up spending more money than they, uh, they anticipated. But uh, seminaries that were closed and that saved a lot of money, uh, we feel strongly they just should have sent back some money to the parents, even though, you know, especially given the fact that a lot of their expenses that they normally would have had, such as food and transportation and other things, I know the teachers may have been paid their salaries, but the, the, the food and, 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 and utilities, they definitely saved a lot of money, and that money should have been given back to the parents. But uh, nobody answered that they got a refund. And I have yet to hear a story of a seminary issuing a refund. If there is a seminary that issued the refund, to them. That's the right thing to do, and uh, and and they should and, and the others should follow their example. Regarding the travel arrangements, so th- this was this was very all across the board. Some seminaries were extremely helpful in making arrangements for the girls. Other seminaries, there was no communication at all. We uh, we spoke to a parent who did not want to get interviewed uh, because they didn't want to identify the seminary. But the seminary had no communication at all with the parents. It was only through the girls that they heard that they're, they're, they're arranging a group flight. Uh, the, the parents only heard through their daughters, and I think the parents had to pay a tremendous, ridiculous amount of money to get their daughter home on a special charter flight that was arranged. Again, zero communication from the seminary throughout this whole period of time. Zero communication from the seminary after the daughter, after their daughter came home, and then it was only in about, about a month after Pesach. So the girls were home from right after Purim until... It was about three weeks to a month after Pesach. Again, no communication from the seminary. The girls were informed from, from each other, from the grapevine, about classes taking place on the phone or on Zoom. I think it was on the phone. Um, but most of the responses were that the, the, the classes were not adequate. Of course not. But some did feel that the seminary tried their best under the circumstances. Again, now that's something that, that you know, it, the, 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 the situation was very unique. Um, I don't know what the, what they could have done better. Um, the, the, so some, some people were understanding and, and felt that the school was doing their best. Of course, nobody would have signed up for seminary had they known that a third of the year, or not even, uh, only a few weeks of the year, they'd be spending their time getting lessons from a teacher who they can't see if they're on the phone and uh, halfway across the world. So uh, yeah, of course, the situation was very, uh, was unprecedented and, and nobody could have expected that. But uh, that, that, you know that, that that was the situation, and uh, and and the, the, they had a lot of seminaries did have something. Some seminaries had the teachers or the the head of the seminary come in 
to America at the end of the year and made some sort of reunion. Uh, again, that was you know that was probably like a little of a band aid type of thing. Maybe it would, they they were just figuring out a way to not have an uproar of how could it be that you uh, that you're not you know that, that these girls are are being robbed of their seminary experience. Uh, for a third of the year, and you're not doing anything about it. So they came in and and, and tried to pacify them. Uh, it's probably some some truth to that, but uh, but that that was the situation, and it's very unfortunate. And these girls did miss out a lot of what they signed up for, and the parents feel very cheated. What can I say? From the people that I sp- I've spoken to, they do feel very cheated, and it's definitely leaving a very bad taste in their mouth. Will they send their next story to seminary? Probably because uh, they have to do what everybody else is doing. But they definitely are left with a bad taste in their mouth from the way it was handled. Uh, some seminaries did a great job in handling it and from the responses we got. Um, but although we have yet to see a seminary that has issued a refund for the third of the year that the girls weren't there. Okay, the next question, and we're going to stop over here because it's getting late. Uh, in your view, do you feel the seminary experience was worth it? Would you do it again if you had the choice? Very loaded question, and we got a lot of very um, heated responses on both ends of the spectrum. So in raw answers, basically what it came down to, more or less, if we had to do a black and white, 75% said yes, 25% said no. Now, if you think about it, this is an astounding number. These are girls or parents who spent a tremendous amount of money and went through tremendous sacrifice to go to seminary. And you would think that people who who actually spent the money to go through it would say that it was worth it. Nobody goes and buys a car and says, oh, it's a junky car, unless they really had a terrible, terrible experience. So to have 25% of the people who to say that they had a bad experience is astounding. But that's the, that, that, that's the numbers. 25% of mothers or girls, depending on who answered the question, said that it was not worth the experience. Something to keep in mind before you uh, go to seminary. Now, from the 75% that said yes, we had answers all across the spectrum because it was a free text answer. So basically, you can write whatever you want. Uh, a lot of people were very emphatic that seminary does great things for, their, for, for themselves or for their girls um, in terms of spiritual growth, getting a, a, a feeling of what it's like to live in Eretz Yisrael for a whole year, um, growing in Yiddishkeit. Wonderful things. And it sounded like that for those girls, they really grew and, and, and it was something that they f- felt was very special and meaningful and happy that they did it and they would absolutely do it again if they had to. Uh, however, even amongst the yeses, there were many, many that wrote, I don't know exactly, that I, I'm not going to break it down exactly to the percentage, but even in the yeses from the 75% that did say it was worth it, wrote that, there, there, were, there, were, there were those who felt that it was worth it for this particular girl, but not necessarily is it something that should be done across the board. Meaning there was one mother who wrote, yes, for this particular daughter, it was a wonderful experience. For my older two daughters, it was a disaster. So this is a mother who sent three, at least three daughters to Eretz Yisrael, and for one of them, she was pleased with the results, but for the others, she felt it was a disaster. It was not a good experience. There were many others that felt that, yes, it's worth going, but it's still very expensive and something that, 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 that they were concerned about how, co- how costly it was. It's something that bothered them, why it should be so costly. And from the no's, the no's also, the no's were saying it's very expensive, it's not worth the cost, why can't this be included in high school? But there were a few very, very enthusiastic yeses that felt that this is something that 
is life-changing. It gives a huge appreciation to Torah and Yiddishkeit and Ruchnius, and it's, it's something that's, that's vital for a girl's development. So, again, the answers were all across the board, but I just want to keep in mind that it's definitely not 100% or even 90%. There was 25% who absolutely felt, no, it was not worth it. And then even from the 75%, there were many, many who felt that you have to take a very specific approach to this. It's not something that should be across the board. It's something that really depends on, on the nature of the girl. And you, a mother, as a, as, as a parent, it's, a, it's important for the parents to really look and see, is this something that my daughter is going to grow from? Which, unfortunately, it sounds like most people decide based on if their classmates are going, if, the, if, their, if their daughter's friends are going, so they need to send them because everybody else is going. Now, you have to realize, this is the last year that they're going to be together for the rest of their lives. Now, some girls are able to stay together with their friends, and, and, and that's a wonderful thing. But most girls end up, each, everybody goes their own way, and, 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 and they find their own path in life. They marry, they move to different places, different neighborhoods, different communities. You know, life is, is, is full of changes. So just because her friends are going doesn't mean that she has to go because, you know, it's, they're anyways going to break up with their friends. So that should not be a reason to consider why, why, why a girl has to go to seminary. It's really something that, that parents should have to, should take into consideration. Based, and this is, this is supported by the answers that we got, that the, the mother, that the girls and their mothers felt that for some girls it was a good experience and for some girls it's not a good experience. Now, included in the answers, there were some comments regarding the famous Medrash report that is a major part of the year for the Masoris Rachel Seminary led by Mrs. Rina Tarshish. And we pointed out last time how difficult and challenging it is for the girls, and, and we weren't sure exactly what the point of that exercise was. And we did get, we did get some very, very strong, supportive statements for the Medish Report, and I do want to read some of them. So there's something I just want to read because I feel uh, people took it the wrong way. I was pointing out what was the point of intense learning for a girl who's never going to end up learning this type of, of Torah in the rest of her life. Most girls are not going to be studying this type of intense learning. The seminary should be more inspirational and, 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 and turning girls on to Yiddishkeit and spirituality and not giving them deep, intense learning, which is something that girls generally don't do in our circles. So I just want to read uh, one statement from a girl who went through it and why she felt it was a positive experience. So this was her response. She said, yes, I gained a lot. This is in general to the question about seminary. I gained a lot from the independence and maturity that is placed upon a young girl that is out of her parents' house for the first time. So she was very supportive and encouraging for a seminary. But then she says, she wrote, I went to Masara Sarachal and I could speak about the Medrash report. First, many, many seminaries have a Medrash report, but the one in Masara Sarachal has the hype surrounding it because they create that hype. They do that in order to excite the girls to really push themselves in ways they didn't know they could. Beyond the actual knowledge I gained from my report and new hashkafos, I got to accomplish something that I never thought I could do. I was petrified about the report beforehand and then received a score of 103. I had put in many more hours than I had to because I wanted to. And when I started college online, I knew I could self-motivate myself because I had done it before and I credit my bachelor's and master's degrees received online 
due to my doing the Medrash report. Furthermore, I returned as a tutor in Masaris Rachel two years later when I lived in Eretz Yisrael after marriage, and I learned that they look to give everyone good scores. They ask the tutors, who are each assigned to students, how much effort was put in, and that's how they grade it. They don't want to take off points because a student is a good writer, isn't a good writer, and doesn't know how to explain the point properly or for other reasons. So this girl obviously was very supportive of the Medrash Report. She feels it's a good thing. Um, she credits her master's and bachelor's degree to having done the Medrash Report. So there are many, many different theories out there of why she has the Medrash Report. Some feel it's a, it's a way of getting the girls to be serious and learning how to study, which this, this girl who answered the survey said that she credits her being able to go through college because of the discipline and the intensity of the, the, the research and the studying and the writing that she had to do. Others say that the reason why they have the measure report is because why, why she has the measure report is because it gives girls an appreciation for Tyra, which is a very nice thing. It gives the, it, it, you want you want the girls to be able to understand a little bit of what learning Tyra is like, and this gives them a taste. Um, and others uh, and and there are those who say no that that actually the the, the seminary's hashkafe is that girls should do intense learning Tyra, and this is this was the Tal's shita of of of, of even before World War World War Two. Uh, the tells Shita in, Li- in Lithuania was that girls could learn intensely as long as they don't learn Gemara. And, uh, and, and, and that's why Masar Srocha, which follows the tells Masara, the tradition is, is doing. So again, we're not clear as to why the Medrash report exists, but there definitely are girls that do it, and there are girls that are happy about it. I just spoke to a father of a girl who's currently in Masaris Rachel, and his daughter told him and said, called, her, called up her father and said, uh, Ta, we need to start getting ready for the Medrash report. So uh, he started uh, dusting off his farm to start looking through topics of what to, uh, and, and being able to uh, come up with the Medrash report. So again, like we, we said last time, the fathers a lot of times bear the brunt of the burden of helping out their daughters. So we're not exactly sure what the point is that, uh, 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 of making the fathers work hard when it's their daughter's responsibility. But either way, it's something that is out there. Some girls are very happy about it. And uh, just wanted to share that because that, that, that answer came in, even though we didn't bring that up specifically. So we definitely have more to speak about uh, on another show. I'm not going to do it next time because this is, uh, you know, this topic is probably getting tiring for most people. And they wanted me to move on to something else. And I definitely am happy to. So uh, I'm going to end it over here. And I thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to Chinuch 2.0 a show exploring the changes happening to how we do Chinuch. Chinuch 2.0 is hosted and produced by me, Aaron Parnas. You can subscribe to the show on Apple or Google Podcasts or on our website, chinuchshow.com. For suggestions, comments, or guest ideas, please visit chinuchshow.com. Thanks for listening. 